Welcome to the Journey Through Scripture podcast, a half hour or so commentary every day for a year on the entire Bible. This is the introductory episode, just so that we can get our bearings and prepare ourselves for what hopefully will be a year of learning and growing in the Word of God. Um, First, a little bit about me so that you can know something about the guy whose voice you're about to spend about 180 hours listening to. Uh, My name is Doug Becker. I am the pastor of theology at a terrific church in northern New Jersey called Emergence. I've been there for about five years at the time of this recording, and before that, I served as a pastor for seven years at New Beginnings Bible Church, also in New Jersey. My formal training in the Bible was four years as a Bible and theology major at Moody Bible Institute in Chicago, and then another four years doing master's work at Trinity Evangelical Divinity School in Deerfield, Illinois. Uh, My master's is in Old Testament and Semitic languages, but I also got tons of other stuff under my belt at Trinity because I initially spent about a year and a half pursuing a more general Master of Divinity degree there before I decided to focus on the Old Testament. Uh, During my time in grad school also, I was blessed to be able uh, to serve as an instructor of the Bible at my alma mater, Moody Bible Institute. I learned a lot doing that as well. I've been married for 17 years to my wife, Jamie, without whom none of this would have been possible. We've got five kids, four girls, one boy, so plenty to keep us busy. And I just mentioned this because if you're going to be with me for the next year, I'm guessing you might want to know something about who I am and at least some of what my learning has looked like. Uh, Probably most important is that I've been walking with Jesus now for about 23 years and have been a student of the Word, reading it and hopefully living it by the grace of God for all this time. Okay, let's talk about the podcast. In the show notes, you will find a link to a Bible reading plan. This plan gets you through the entire Bible in a year, keeping things interesting every day by giving you some Old Testament, some New Testament, and usually a reading from either the Psalms or the Proverbs, both of which, of course, are also part of the Old Testament. I like plans like this Because if the Old Testament, or maybe the New, gives you something that is hard to understand or hard to connect to, then your time in God's Word for that day isn't a wash, because you've got other parts of Scripture that you're also reading that day. Having said that, I feel pretty good about just about every episode, uh, that there are, that, that, you know, even those sections which we usually think aren't that exciting, things like genealogies or details about buildings and things like that. Even in those sections, we have some things to learn, some things that give us better understanding. So what you should do is download that reading plan, and then every day, do the reading from it. I can attest, having gone through it to record this podcast, that this should take roughly 20 minutes every day. Certainly manageable, especially if you're making it a priority. And then, really simple... After you've read, just listen to the podcast, which is going to be a running commentary, verse by verse, of everything you read that day. And that's how you do it. That's how you make it through Journey Through Scripture. 
Now, to give credit where credit is due, the reading plan very closely follows the one that I have used now for years, which is produced by Biblica.com, which is a tremendous ministry um, devoted to Bible translation and getting Bibles to people in hard-to-reach parts of the world. And if you want to say thank you to them, you can give to their ministry on their website. Again, that's Biblica.com. Just so you know, the Bible translation that I'll be using is the English Standard Version, ESV for short. As with all Bible translations, there are places where I disagree with it, and I will point out and explain my reasons why. No Bible translation is perfect, but the ESV is really good in a lot of ways, and I have complete confidence in it for our purposes. Okay. Now let me cover a few things that you need to keep in mind as you walk with me through the Bible over the next year. Now, some of what I will say uh, probably bears repeating, so it might not be a bad idea to re-listen to this introductory episode from time to time. The first thing to know, listening to this podcast is not a replacement for reading your Bible. If you have to choose one, choose to read your Bible. That is where you will find the words that bring life. All I'm doing is providing commentary. I'm sharing my thoughts, hopefully enriching your understanding. But it is not a substitute for your own time in the Word. It is way more important that you grow in your ability to spiritually feed yourself than to hear what I have to say about each day's reading. If you want to do the podcast, you need to be doing both. And all of this should be part of a routine of good spiritual habits. Being in community at a good Bible-teaching church where you live out the Word with other Christians and partake of the Lord's Supper together. Praying constantly and consistently, both by yourself and with others. And seeking opportunities to take your eyes off yourself and to love other people in the name of Jesus. In sharing the good news about Him and in meeting physical and emotional needs of other people. Now, if you fall behind, as we all do, you might be tempted to cram several readings and several podcasts into one day. I do not recommend this. This is not a contest, and there's no shame if your year of Bible reading spills over into the next year. There's no shame if it takes you two years. The idea is not to overwhelm yourself. Each day has a lot of content, and you want to be able to process what is read and what you have heard. And it's a lot harder to do that if you're jamming too much into one day. Second, you should keep in mind what this is and what this isn't. Journey Through Scripture is not a collection of mini-sermons. This is teaching, not preaching. And what do I mean by that? Well, simply put, preaching aims to keep things simple enough that a wide audience can understand biblical truth, see its relevance, and then apply it practically. You should leave a sermon knowing what you're supposed to do with what you've just heard. Now, certainly, you'll get a lot of that in this podcast, but you won't always get that. The purpose here is to help you understand the Bible as far as its content is concerned. Sometimes I'll tell you how I think we should apply that content, but a lot of times I won't. My focus here is on what the scriptures mean in their original context and how each passage 
fits into the overall redemptive plan of God, and especially how it's fulfilled in Jesus. We need to remember, A, that understanding is a worthy end in itself, and B, that understanding is not enough. We need to be both hearers and doers. You can't be a good doer of the word without being a good hearer, and you can't be a good hearer without being a doer. And while I will pay some attention to the doing, a lot of that is going to be up to you. This podcast is primarily a tool to help you be a better hearer. Third, to state the obvious, I don't know everything, and I'm not always right. One of the fun things about the Bible is that you can always go deeper, and you can always learn new things. So not only am I not telling you everything that can be said about a particular passage, I'm also not claiming that I'm not wrong about some things. What you are getting from me is my understanding of the Bible, circa 2022. Growing in Bible knowledge is a process that requires learning new things and jettisoning some old things that you no longer think are true. When you finish your 365th episode, I will cut you loose into the wild, hopefully with much greater understanding than you had in day one. And these recordings will always be here for you to go back to if you're interested in something I said but can't remember quite what it was. But it's okay to change your views, and it's okay to disagree with me. My only word of advice at this point is that you keep in mind some of the interpretive virtues that I try to model. Humility in one's own views and a willingness to listen to others to be corrected. Kindness in how you communicate your ideas with others. And having good standards of evidence for believing what you do. This last point is particularly important given our current cultural climate. A lot of people will reject biblical interpretations and ideas simply because they don't like them. I think this is exceedingly foolish. The reasons we have for our beliefs should be better than simply picking whatever we think is nice. If something is true, I don't have the right to say it's not just because I'd rather it be different. That's not the way the world works. That's not the way the Bible works. And that's not the way God works. You'll hear me wrestling with this from time to time in Journey Through Scripture because taking on the Bible verse by verse means that I can't hide by not talking about things. It's there. You've read it. I've read it. And I know you've read it. And sometimes my most honest answer is, I don't understand why God does this. Or I don't understand why God says this, but hey, here are some things that have helped me to, um, to, to get my head around it. So what do you think? Sometimes we can't always be sure how to fit the puzzle pieces together. And sometimes it seems pretty clear that we don't even have all the pieces. In those moments, I hope you'll join me in going back to the basics and remembering the reasons you have for believing and for trusting in God. I can trust him in the things I do understand, and I can trust him with the things I don't. Fourth, I want to lay my cards on the table and say that I do believe in biblical inerrancy. That is, I believe that the Bible is true 
in all it affirms. There's a lot that can be said to unpack this, but let it be known that this does leave room for the fact that there are different kinds of literature in the Bible, some of which use a lot of symbolism, imagery, figurative language, and other literary forms that we would be wrong to read literalistically. Further, there are many things in the Bible that I don't understand, questions to which I do not know, or perhaps do not yet know, the answer. And that's okay. My reason for believing in biblical inerrancy, among other things, is that as far as I can tell, this is what Jesus believed about the Bible, and it is how the prophets and the apostles expect to be read. And so, my belief that the Bible is true is a matter of discipleship. My Lord and his prophets and apostles believed that the Bible is true, and so I believe that the Bible is true. Of course, this does not exclude other ways in which things in the Bible have been shown to be accurate, historically and otherwise, but since I'm trying to be brief, I'm content to give my main reason. I believe the Bible because my Lord Jesus believed, or perhaps we should say believes, the Bible. Finally, and this is totally disconnected from everything else I've been saying, you should know that I am not a professional podcaster. I don't have a studio. I don't have a nice microphone, and I don't have good software. I've got a squeaky chair. <laughs> and even if I had all that stuff, I wouldn't really know how to use it. I'm a guy who, by God's grace, knows some stuff about the Bible and wants to get it to you. I say this because while I have gone to great lengths, great lengths for me at least, to do a good job with capturing the audio, I recorded this in my basement usually in the wee hours of the morning, but sometimes later in the day. That means that, for episodes I recorded during the winter, you might hear my furnace kick on in the background. Sometimes my dog with her jingly collar wants, it, wants to, to, to get in on the podcast. And sometimes my kids will make noise upstairs, or even in the room I'm in. I've tried the best I can to keep distractions to a minimum. That said, I make no claims to audio professionalism. Okay, that's about all I have to say. Thank you for joining me in this journey. My prayer for you is that God will use this in your life to help you grow in your faith so that you can be a better ambassador for Christ in the world. The music at the beginning and end of each episode is a track called Dark Soda by the producer Real Life. That's R-E-E-L as in a reel of film. And a very special thanks to Matthew Novak, who did the art for this podcast. Matt is, with no exaggeration, an artistic genius. So if you ever need graphics or branding or anything creative, you should Google his name and have him bless you with the incredible eye and hand that the Lord has given him. Not only for this, but for so many of my other projects, Matt is truly my Betzalel. Just who is Betzalel, you ask? Well, why don't you stay tuned and find out? <laughs>